Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. What is something you think is underrated? Okay, something that has come to my attention as underrated is the sheer magnitude of sunglasses. I mean, the amount of men that I have been forced to swipe left on because of sunglasses is fucking crazy upsetting. Like, just let me love you, you know? Um, <laughs> just Wait, kidding. I, because um, they are wearing the, sunglasses like and you're just like photos? enough? No, they're just like brutal choices, like a lot of wraparound Bass Pro wow. Shop sunglasses and wow. or things like that. And it's like, honey, just let some women give you a classic shape, you know? Um, but like, yeah, I can't. I just sometimes when I see a, a sunglasses can tell you so much about a person. And like, I'm like, oh, man, this man could have a really good heart, but I cannot fuck this person with those <laughs> sunglasses. You know, those yeah. fucking Oakleys, honey. Get those off. Get those in the trash. Yeah. Oh, shit. When you, the, wait, there's no part of you that just wants to save a uh, Oakley wearing loser and like be like, no, I'm too old for saving. Done a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do have an avoidant attachment style. A few of my friends have brought to my attention that, you know, sunglasses could, can be changed. <laughs> <laughs> what would what, you prefer? Like, you yeah, know, what's, what's the a ideal, good, what's the sunglass you will uh, accept that you will right swipe for those oh, who are, you know, seeking your approval. I mean, I think a Persol is like a hot sunglasses oh. on a guy or Fancy. like a classic Ray-Ban, a black Ray-Ban. I, like, I think really? I like a classic frame. You don't feel like a Wayfair is kind of like, meh, like the manila envelope of sunglasses? Not like a red Wayfair. Not like a, re not like a colored Wayfair. Not, not no, once honey. you got it like a sort of uh, event for like a bunch of pharmaceutical companies. You're like, no, like cool. I'm talking like um, a Pierce Brosnan like... Or JFK Jr. like sunglass frame. Or like a what is that? The Clubmaster? What's that other one? I'm yeah, not yeah. Sure. The Clubmaster that has like the little bit like the more kind of Malcolm Xy kind of frames that have like the black uh sort of mm. frame on top with the, the metallic rim on the bottom. Oh yeah, that's hot for sure. Okay, there you Definitely. go. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Is the it Black because Wayfair is the only sunglasses that I've ever really fucked with? And Miles's response to you saying Black Wayfarers just made me so self-conscious. <laughs> no, I like Black Wayfarers. I think okay. they're hot. Like the, just, the original ones. Yeah. Not to yeah. say that they're, you know, I just feel like they're so pervasive. It's like definitely the lowest risk, but also because it's so pervasive, it's hard to even glean who a person could be when they're wearing a, a Wayfarer Ray-Ban. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, I'm not trying to see in someone's soul from their sunglasses. I'm just saying don't eliminate yourself off the bat with, like, some of right. these choices oh, where the, right I'm like, there. I can't tell what where you've been with your life. Right. There's a very specific aesthetic. Yeah, that, that Oakley sunglasses is violence, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, and I'm trying to open myself up to love, and a lot of these men aren't letting me do it with those <laughs> sunglasses. <laughs> Yeah. They're pushing um, you away with the optical choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, before we get into any of this shit, Brandy, you want to do a search history overrated, underrated? Totally Let's optional. 
No, no, we'll get through it, baby. Yeah, okay. there we go. Uh, why right. not? Internet search. Uh, so yesterday I got into a little bit of a tiff on Twitter with somebody that said, oh, it's that time every four years and we have to remember that Maryland is a state. And I'm Ooh. from Maryland. Go fuck okay. yourself. Yeah. Uh, so, so I was Googling... Oh, I was Googling you know I mean? famous yeah, Maryland Marylanders. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got amazing people. We got fucking Baltimore. Jada Pinkett Smith is from Maryland. Thank you very much. Don't fuck Damn. with us. <laughs> wow. I didn't even know, I didn't know the authentic Marylander way of pronouncing Jada. I thought it was Jada. I didn't know it was Jada. Jada, pal. Jada, pal. <laughs> That's Boston? how we do it. I just was, where where again, are you from in Maryland? Um, Like Severn like Park, Glen Burnie. It's just south of Baltimore. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm from yeah. I'm from there. I I love it. It's like a deeply blue state. Always, people are always to think that it's Maine. It just pisses me off. That it's like so frustrating. With... We're an original thirteen. Like fucking learn some shit. <laughs> exactly. You don't <laughs> know about pe- Natty Bo. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's potato chips, baby. Mm-hmm. Burger cookies. It's great. It's Wait, a beautiful what's burger place. cookies. Burger cookies are. It's actually the best cookie in the fucking world. But they're okay. made in a factory in Baltimore. They're like a soft wafer with a giant chunk of fudge on top of them. And oh. it's it's a it's a perfect cookie especially considering what happened last night. If I had some here, I would drive them to you and drop them off from a safe. Fuck, distance. I'll go I'll I'll just drive to Maryland right now and get those shits. <laughs> yeah, be beautiful. But yeah, that was my internet search. Am I overrated, underrated? Overrated CNN, obviously. Underrated PBS, though. I love some ugly news. Yeah. That's what I want. I want my news from some ladies with crow's feet, with a weird... <laughs> I just... I, I gotta just see the reaction on your face. That's what I want. I don't want your fancy green screen shit. I just want right. to see, like, a discoloration, a, a lazy eye. That's who I trust to tell me right. what's happening in democracy. Yeah, people who aren't camera ready, just people yeah. who are ready to report facts. Yeah, exactly. I don't want these people. I don't. I don't need your, your fucking Anderson Cooper, Adrena Chrome bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I just QAnon is not true about anybody except oh, Anderson shit. Cooper uh, <laughs> and Chris Chris Cuomo. Uh, I just Chris want Cuomo some ugly ass newscasters. Yeah, no, his face. That's what I'm talking about. I can't read an emotion on his face. It's just yeah. stuck in like worried. He's he's got that look of like somebody who was just betrayed by his older brother, which is yeah. who he is. They got and the he good just, pharmaceuticals, first of all, because they're not looking yeah. sufficiently tired from this shit. Uh, I'm sure it's yeah. exactly know, they're they're passing around the Adderall or whatever. But Chris Cuomo just coming through with the. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, guys, the thing that we've learned tonight is this country's more divided than ever, and we've got to come together. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? take, Quom. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, PBS News this morning, they're wearing the same clothes as last night. They didn't even put a wardrobe changes. They love, it's a scrappy network. Sesame Street's there, or used to be there. Come on. Yeah, they <laughs> gave us that, Sesame Street. Did you yeah. see that tweet where someone was like, it looks like uh, there's a Lauren Lapkus character bit? Like yes. Someone doing a Lauren Lapkus character bit on PBS? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That That's woman looked la- like Lauren. It's the lady with all the neck. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. There's also there's also a Rachel Maddow, uh, uh, like, B-side copy. She's great. She's got, like, the short hair and the glasses. Okay. And, like, we can see her crow's feet and bags we under her it. eyes. She's fucking beautiful. Real, real humans. Absolutely. <laughs> humans are the best. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing, I, I just yeah. feel like we have once again seen that the entire mainstream media, corporate media apparatus is 
completely poisonous and completely. Uh, misguided and very difficult to overcome. Uh, yeah. Just completely yeah. consuming of the conversation that's happening mm-hmm. uh, around around these elections. Um, yeah. And yeah, fuck, fuck CNN. But yeah. shout out to PBS. Um, what is something you think is underrated? Uh, underrated. Oh, I, this one always is hard for me. Um, open racism. Yeah. Like it's kind get of more into it, y'all. Crushing it, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you can sort of get away with it now. And sort of, I think <laughs> you, can. you can totally get it. Like, uh, like somehow we're missing that. Open racism actually wins elections, um, is incredibly effective, and mobilizes a bunch of people. I think the GOP understand it. I'm just like, never ceases to amaze me. Obviously, I'm being facetious. We shouldn't get into open racism. (laughs) But holy shit, how it's worked wonders. Yeah. Yeah. And I think think it's underrated how how powerful it is in in the United States, for sure. Yeah, more than like the mismanagement of like candidates or, you know, a direction of a of a uh, election or campaign like the pain that caused i think just that confirmation of just how you know pro white supremacy a lot of people are whether they fully understand the nuances of their support of trump or not but just to see like on a binary like yeah i like that better that was probably like the hardest thing to just like sort of re- be confronted with again but yeah. all, like i was saying i think yesterday too I don't know, in a way, it like sort of helped validate my sort of cynicism about the Amer- about the country, too, without being like, oh, I'm just like a doom and gloom America hater more than like, no, 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 this is where this is where we're at, y'all. Like, this yeah. is this is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I think the ways that um, Michael Harriet of The Root had a good tweet thread. This is not my the, the, the tweet I like, but just explaining the ways that, yeah, if he grew in percentage points, Trump grew, grew in percentage points with. Uh, black voters and Latino voters, it's because um, racism, you can be racist and be any race. Uh, mm-hmm. And everyone pretty much lives in a system of white supremacy. And we are racist, whether we know it consciously or unconsciously. And it's right. always been a meal ticket for model minorities or people who want to throw their communities under the bus to supposedly get ahead economically and socially. And he tracks like, Italians and Irish and how like Italians were some of the most racist because they were the the on the receiving end of so much racism themselves. They then turned around and were like, well, we're going to distinguish ourselves from black Americans by being extra racist. So it's like, yeah, it's worked in the past. And so it doesn't doesn't boggle my mind to see Latino and especially white Latino voters going for Trump. I mean, have you, if you've seen the uh, like Sammy Sosa pictures of like him with the extra like kind of terrifying skin whitener shit, oh, like God, that's dude. that's uh, he looks great. <laughs> it's just Improved. like extra. Uh, He's getting way, way more powerful, roles, like <laughs> white supremacy, um, and yeah, internalized like white supremacy. Yeah, and I think that's that speaks to a lot like a survival mechanism, which is like I just maybe need to cozy up to my oppressors to have yeah. a less turbulent time. Uh, and sometimes people really feel that that is the easier path uh, for, I guess, perceived comfort or because not liberation. Um, right. While there are definitely a group of people who are like, no, that's not that ain't liberation. That ain't it. Um, cozying up to my oppressor is not liberation. 
Right. Let's talk about that. So there's the possibility of the red mirage that people have been talking about, yeah. um, which is this idea that there will be, uh, you know, Democrats voted early in a lot of places, but their votes are going to take a while to tabulate. But the people who are voting in person are more likely to be more Republican. So like in a state like Pennsylvania, where they're counting those votes first, it's going to seem like Trump won big uh, on tonight. Uh, yeah. on election night slash tonight. Oh boy, try not to hyperventilate. Yeah, so th that's just one thing. I mean, that is something people are warning about. It's also something that happened during the 2018 midterms. Like that, re I remember, like we uh, came on even the next morning. We were like, yeah, apparently like it wasn't the blue wave everybody thought it was going to be. It was like just a kind of moderate victory from for uh, Democrats, but then like as the votes kept coming in and recounts happened, then it, it ended up being a blue wave over the yeah. course of a week or that two. That was a wave. Um, but so on the Sunday shows over the weekend, Trump's campaign manager basically said uh, that if Trump has an early lead in a state and then as the votes are counted, it starts to go away, he defined that as the Biden administration trying to, or Biden trying to steal the election uh, that he defined counting the votes as stealing the election. So we already know what their plan is. It's going to be basically try to freeze the election at any point, freeze the counting of votes at any point where they have a lead. Trump said the high court's pre-election refusal to rule out the extension of like counting votes three days after the election day was a terrible decision. And he also said that once the polls close Tuesday, we're going to go in with our lawyers. And what yeah. The, that's what a cool, not even sports fans want to want their team to win like that. You know what I mean? If you offered like your team in a game seven that you're like, like if you could just call the game at that moment, would you? Right. Some might. But at the end of the day, it's like not even there, there's nothing is done like that. There's nothing. There's no reasonable way of measuring anything when you just stop the measurement at a yeah. point where you like or don't like. But yeah, the, those are the things that are kind of going on. And it's uh, again, we just don't know where this day is going to go. It's so exciting, everyone. <laughs> Isn't uh, it can, fun? I can only imagine what it's doing to your nerves. <laughs> Yeah, literally 55% of the country say this is going to be the most stressful day of their lives. That's yeah. that's where we at. If we can get Biden elected, we sh every person after this day who tried to suppress votes, we take them all, um, we put them in a spaceship, mm -hmm. and we shoot them into space with no end in sight because voter suppression <laughs> the universe is, constantly is illegal. <laughs> And uh, you shouldn't do it. And I don't understand why it's so fucking easy to right. suppress votes. It doesn't make any sense. Like, even the law is like, well, you do have a point. Maybe we shouldn't let people vote. Right. Nothing makes any sense. I don't get it. Isn't it well, illegal? Am it's I easy out because of my mind? The entire country was built on this. Like, that, right. the entire political system has been built to suppress votes for many years. Um, right. We should, from, again, put all those people, every any person who's ever been like, they Put should US be allowed to vote on a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. and just yeah. send it out. <laughs> Put the U.S. on a spaceship. Yes. Yeah. And get them out of here. Yeah, it's not and necessarily gonna... speckled by like good behavior. I think you know throwing all of U.S. history on a spaceship and sending it out into space. Positive. Let's move. just do it. I'm yeah. out. Of, get them out of here. 
Yeah, I just uh, that, that, that's the one thing that also worries me is the people that are going to try and like skirt their way out of saying they had any hand in any of the enabling that was going on. Like mm. you, 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 we have to remember these people for what well, they are. That's so. One person has one of those, you know, those machines that just prints receipts. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. <laughs> right. I mean, we have that. It's it doesn't stop. Internet. It's called Twitter. And we just keep printing Twitter it out. We pull const- it out like, mm, George I- C. Myers, you're on the spaceship. And yeah. then we just keep going and keep going. And all the receipts. Could you imagine? You could wear them like CVS for days because we have it all, baby. And you're all going to space. And that's that's where I find my self-care. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Speaking of high and living in a dream scenario, uh, Donald Trump Jr. went on Laura <laughs> Ingram's show to break the world record for most words said while high on cocaine on TV. Yeah. Love that for uh, him. Yeah. Um, oh my I mean, God. we don't like to, you know, cast aspersions on the first son um, of the president. But here's something I do know. And this is all anecdotal. The wealthy white men I've been around who live in New York they like cocaine. Um, I just, I'll just say, I know people in finance, the entertainment industry, where you're like, "Wow, that white bag came out real quick, and you haven't even had your dinner. Uh, what is going on?" It's just so. I'm just saying, I'm looking at through those lens, and I'm looking at a rich kid from New York who's never had a job that wasn't with a company with his own last name in it. Um, and I'm thinking, yeah, okay, you're starting to fit that profile. Again, this is this is all anecdotal. I'm not. This is not a court of law, okay? Because I'm not Kim Kardashian. I'm not legally uh, able to practice law on a podcast. But yes, just I just want everybody to watch this man's face um, and his energy as he is really talking about like start trying to dismiss the death toll of the coronavirus. Fly. These people are truly morons. You know what I mean? And I like how they go after Scott Atlas because he's not an epidemiologist, but Sanjay Gupta now magically is. I mean, give, give me a break, Laura. The reality is this. If you look, I put it up on my Instagram a couple of days ago because I went through the CDC data because I kept hearing about new infections. But I said, <laughs> well, why aren't they talking about this? Oh, oh, because the number is almost nothing because we've gotten control of this thing. We understand how, to, how it works. They have the therapeutics to be able to deal with this. If you look at that, look at my Instagram, it's gone to almost nothing. Okay. His eyes are like, he looks high, like, <laughs> like high, like he smoked wheat. Like his eyes are like Charlie almost looks, shut. He looks like he's traveling he's, at the speed of light. That's right. why his eyes, he's like, fine. <laughs> you Substances. Yeah. <laughs> you know how when people get high and then they get excited about some idea and they're like, okay, so I have this idea. Yeah. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to take gifts, right? Look at my you know, Instagram. GIF, Just like look at my Instagram. The, yeah, you know the gif? Like like fuck, the moving thing? What but it doesn't have sound. Code, what if you made a gif, but it had sound? It's like, you just invented video. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. what he's like. I think you're describing Snapchat. What the fuck is that, man? That's fucking big. <laughs> fuck! Fuck! You're like, whoa, calm down. What's I'm sorry, is your friend Laura. okay? Uh he's just coked out and he's mad he didn't think up Snapchat uh eight years after the fact. <laughs> it's he was wearing know. a uh a, a windbreaker that said Team Trump on one breast and then Don on the other. Um just to complete the picture for people. It's un- I wonder if they gave real. Tiffany one of those. Do you think Tiffany has one? <laughs> Tiff. Yeah, she, I, I mean she's Tiffany. out there. She's out there. <laughs> 
also doing her part as a surrogate, uh, even though it, everyone was like, oh, she's the rebel. And it's like, mm, yeah, no, she's not really. She's not a rebel. Still... She just is less loved by her father. Right. That's right. the thing. Still the thing sucks. with this clip, I mean, uh, this is him off his face. Like, it's really morbid when you think about it, right? Like, this is the son of the president when they're discussing, like, you know, rally goers of any Trump rally should quarantine. It's unsafe. There's a pandemic. This is for safety. This this guy's fucking on it. He's on one. I don't know mm. what, but he's on one. And he's like, <laughs> you know, the thing is, like, Laura, like, I mean, when you look at it, it's so... It's, it's basically like nobody. Who, basically nothing. Nobody's dying. Yeah. It looks like a scene where, like, in, like, Blow or any of those, like, drug movies where, like, the shit starts coming down and, like... <laughs> fuck man get the fucking cash over there like ah, it's all good man because nothing's fucking going on like you know it's my kid's birthday like we're gonna have the party in the back it's all gonna be good you know but i don't know that's like, it's so hard to read their energies or like the if i'm writing a script i'm like okay this is perfect this is the drama scene where you realize it's not gonna happen and they're all panicking but then i don't know i mean like they're so insulated with their privilege he might just be having a good night and be like yeah i don't know i just blew up and went on laura ingram to just talk some shit I mean, also, I think there's a huge focus Allegedly. on COVID deaths. And I think that it is important that we look at the fact that a quarter of a million people practically have died. Yeah. But also, there are people that are sick and we don't know what the long-term implications of that illness are. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, very sick. And they're alive, but they're not okay. And that's the conversation that we also need to have because it's like... They're like, oh, well, you know, people died. We knew people were going to die. It could have been more people. If I hadn't closed the border to China, it would have been more right. people. But, like, there are still people who are sick. Like, long haulers who are chronically fatigued for the rest of their life might have heart and lung issues for the rest of their life. Like, that's also worth exploring and worth avoiding. Yeah. yeah. And also, I think, a yeah. thousand people died on the day that he said that it's practically no one. Like, two 9-11s worth of people died in, like, the last week or so. Well, you know, again, we were even talking about this with the Azerbaijan-Armenia thing. It's like, when the victims don't look like most of the country, it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. And I think a lot Basically of people no have one. this weird narrative in their head about what it means to get coronavirus, which is like, Dude, you'll get it. It'll be fucked up for two weeks and then like you're over it um, right. because that's not the case. Like every person I know who uh, has battled it or has family that has like some have come out the other side with like, you know, their scent and uh, taste intact and things like that. Others are like it's incremental. Uh, right. Others are like my heartbeat can be weird sometimes. And mm -hmm. it's. Like, that's the shit you should really fear. It's like, it's not that you're going to get a illness that you get over. It's like you could get something that could fundamentally change how you live your life. Yeah. Um, depending on your own biology. Yeah. yeah. That's what scares the shit out of me. Like, I don't, it, and I, that's why I'm like, always just want people to be as safe as possible, or at least to be in tune with that. And, but unfortunately, we're also living in such a cruel society where some people, they have no financial recourse except to put themselves in danger. And I think that's just so fucked up. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, as anyway. we're recording this, there was a record 91,248 new virus cases in a single day. And Is that nationwide? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Oof. also just massive, suspicious mail delays in Pennsylvania. So, yeah, mm -hmm. they're, they're doing everything they can to steal this and remain in power and do nothing about the about the pandemic. <laughs> Have you guys been to the grocery store in the past, like, 24, I went by a Trader Joe's and did a U-turn because the line was out the back. 
I uh, I've been addicted to Instacart lately, man. It's it's, yeah. a, it's a terrible addiction. I get like four bags of groceries and it costs like one hundred twenty five dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty expensive. But grocery stores are preparing, like people are preparing for this election, like a hurricane's coming. So that's really? how you know. Yeah, man, the Ralph's by my house, uh-huh. uh, which is Kroger in the rest of the country. Right, like the the shelves are empty. Like it looks like that very first time when the, the pandemic happened. hit, yeah, and the shutdown happened, and like there was like lines wrapping around through the parking lot, and then once you got in, the the shelves were empty. Is this happening to get some milk for too? my two year old? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, uh, we found we found some. We got the last carton of milk, but it's fucking. Check the date. You check the you date got on it, that. Yeah, you got it on StockX. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's chunky, but it's been untouched. <laughs> yeah. It's got to squeeze a little. It's dead stock. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's happening elsewhere. Uh, I'll, I'll be curious to hear from Zeitgang uh, if they're seeing that elsewhere but i mean that's that's pretty wild that, well yeah uh, it seems like a lot of people are preparing for some abstract disaster that they're not sure how to prepare for like so it right. seems like some people are like i'll prepare myself by having so many canned goods right and right. gatorade and <laughs> other people are like i'm gonna buy a gun other people are like i'm gonna watch fargo and smoke a blunt uh, <laughs> like so one of those is healthy yeah, it's just, well, it's just so weird because I think everyone, it, it's like a fuck, you know, everyone's bringing their own neuroses, fears, hopes, dreams to this thing. And it it can, you know, project itself in so many different ways for people. It's, and there's the unique thing about that grocery thing, too, I think we all learned in the beginning of the pandemic is like that thing kind of feeds itself. Like when right. you go to the grocery store, and you see that there's no toilet paper. It makes you start panic buying shit. Right. You know, yep. so even if you didn't feel that way coming in, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah, there's something about like, damn, do I, am I stupid? Because I don't have <laughs> right. uh, like three carts full of toilet paper and lima beans. Shit, yeah. all right, I guess I need to get on your page. Oh, I started pushing old ladies down the second I saw the line, but that's just, <laughs> it's always how I. Like my two-year-old needs milk, lady. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys? What One of our listeners shared this self-care routine for the evening. Uh-huh. They have work meetings all day. Uh, they already voted, so they're just going to go straight home, take a leftover sleeping pill from a surgery they had a few months ago, and wow. wake up in the future, um, which I <laughs> fucking respect the Percocet hell out of that. Percocet time travel. Yeah. yeah. I guess, but that's the thing. Like, If you go to sleep, is that really... Then you're going to wake up like, fuck, what happened? Oh. <laughs> you know? I, I, I know this, What's fucked better? Up, this fucked up story. Uh, this, this friend of mine worked on a... Um, a reality show and one of his coworkers, super staunch, super like very pro gay rights, super staunch feminist. Like there was an accident on set and like she got like hit in the head with some shit. Oh no. Wow. And like, so she was like in a coma until oh, like after the election. Wow. And so like when she got hurt, like, you know, everything looked like Hillary was going to win and she woke up and fucking Trump was president. Wow. Yeah. That's Just, gotta be, fucked up absolutely yeah well you know that's why like everybody's got to protect themselves how they want to if Mm -hmm. time travels your thing i guess throw another banana peel in the mr fusion uh (laughs) and take off down the street and come back and tell us how it is but yeah i mean again it's 
You won't know anything till at least seven, or we won't even begin to know some semblance of anything until seven. Because I know yeah. a lot of people, there's a lot of exit polls and projections and things. We're like, oh, we think Milwaukee's going to have 89% turnout, whatever. It's, you know, you're not going to yeah. really know till these numbers start coming in. That so, uh, that self-care plan is from a person on Twitter by the name of I'm more tired than a big dicked bat. Uh, so shout out to them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Damn. All right. Was just because I the guess wings that would be exhausting. Flying around carrying a big yeah, dick. carrying a big dick. Okay. And then when you're hanging upside down, it just hits you in the face. <laughs> oh, that that you know? would be bad. That's, That's the part the where you're like, yeah. yo, bro. Honestly, this I know everybody's so like, oh, I would love to be like that, but you try sleeping with your own dick in your face. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Um, there are some things going on. Uh, some just speaking of rat fuckery. Uh, there are robocalls uh, that have apparently reached 10 million people telling them to stay home for their safety. Uh, they're saying it may be foreign in origin. This kind of happens every election, but this one in particular, people are a little worried about because of the pandemic that we're in the middle of. Um, one text said a typographical error meant the people who are intending on voting for Joe Biden instead had to select President Trump. Uh, so hopefully nobody's fallen for that. They also mi misspelled Federal Bureau of Investigation when uh, signing it. They oh didn't God. spell Bureau right. Yeah. B-Y-R-O-W. <laughs> oh, that, no. No, I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, they spelled it like I was going to say Bureau is kind of hard to spell, but like they spelled it B-E-R-U-E. Uh, <laughs> no. Which is, that is not how I... I have misspelled that word many a time in anywhere that I didn't have spell check, but uh, that was not one of the ways that I've misspelled it. Baru. That's Aunt yeah. Baru from fucking Star Wars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the fuck? You know what amazes me and, and has continued to fascinate me in this whole process is like, who knew there were this many ways to fuck with an election? And yeah. like, who knew that it was like, like this is... This isn't illegal. None of this shit's illegal. Right. <laughs> like, you can just put a fake box that says drop vote in here. You can just put that there. Right. And, like, nobody gets in trouble for that. It's, it, 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 it is, like, it, it seems very, like, snidely whiplash. Like, very, like, cartoon villain kind of... Yeah. Uh, Acme, uh, paint, paint, the, paint the highway on the side of the mountain type shit. Right. That, see, like... I just, I just never would have thought in a million years that none of this shit would result in like federal jail time for right. people. To do robocalls that essentially be like, yes means no, and no means yes. <laughs> Go vote. Right. And you're like, what the fuck? Yes means no. Biden means Trump, and Trump means what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's, it's really a typographical error, man. Sorry. Yeah, it just you happens. You can type a like, fuck off, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the snidely whiplash-ness of, of the whole republican party is pretty like it's getting just straight up like did, did you guys see that video somewhere in california uh where like a bunch of trump people like a caravan of trump people surrounded a woman mm -hmm. uh in bakersfield for having a yeah bakersfield for having yeah, a black lives matter flag and where it was like straight up like you know, they were like, fuck you. Like, just what? real, like, yeah. all in her face, like, inches from her nose, like, trying to slap her phone out of her hand. Um, but it was like, yeah, it, it was like, oh, what this is what it would have been like if we had smartphones during the rise of Nazis. Like, that. Mm. that's what this shit looks like. It's just yeah. 
straight up aggro people uh trying to do violence to and like a people. dude like had like the strap on him it looked like and she was like dude you're gonna fucking what are you t- for a fee- like you're trying to fight a woman and he's like right. he took his vest off like he was gonna square up to her and then another woman's like well i'll fight you bitch and it was like whoa 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 and then the the end part of that too is when she tried to talk to the police yes and they were acting like mariah carey's being like oh i don't know her i don't know what's going on oh did wow. something happen oh we don't know oh yeah. yeah we'll let those people go that you just said bear maced you um, yeah, and then they bare missed very- somebody in her group of friends, and the police were like, "Yeah, well, that's not. There's nothing we can do about that." That's crazy, and I think that's what the future probably lo- is more. What our future looks like is where th- that is just the norm of these people being protected because they got their Blue Lives Matter stuff on, and like, yeah, all right, we'll we'll turn we'll turn our fucking eye to this. I mean, it's been happening, um, yeah, but. To see it like yeah. that, to see how casual they were. They were like looking at each other like, hey, all right, you got anything else? You guys got the cops were talking to each other like when she's trying to, you know, basically report this crime. And they're yeah. like, all right, I think we're good. Y'all, we're leaving. And they're like, wow. uh, can we get your badge? numbers?" like, yeah, three, four, five. Just like mum- muttering it while they fuck off. Yeah. It's dark. That's wild. But I mean, that that is like there seems to be a coalition between like whether Trump wins or not. There seems to be a coalition between uh a lot of local police and the the trump supporters uh in, in around america and that's you know a pretty dangerous coalition i feel like all right let's take one more break and uh we'll be right back and we're back we have a great guest today who yep. we are thrilled to era. have with us. Kick off the new era. Our first guest from the Biden era, a little <laughs> ray of well, sunshine for all of us. She is the hilarious, the talented Blair Saki. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, what's up, Daily Zeitgeist? <laughs> oh, shit. Back in the fucking mix. Let's do this, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's up? I missed you all. Sun's out, yeah. guns out. We missed you. Out of you. my fucking mind over here. I don't know up from down. <laughs> hoping it all shakes out sometime soon. You got yeah. this. It seems like um, the reality turning against Trump and his followers is just causing things to accelerate in a direction of them like not accepting reality as opposed to like any any sort of satisfying conclusion. It's just they are uh, sprinting away from uh, the planet that we exist on faster and faster now. Um, You think there's going to be like a theme park slash community you can live in, like called like MAGA world, where (laughs) you will just go and like you can live in that, like like a quite literally a physical bubble? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just be I, like, you know what? Fuck the rest of it. Like, we need to, like, you know, their version of where, like, people are like, I'm going to Canada. Yeah. yeah. Like, We're going to And they all just world. wear, like, L.L. Bean and, like, clean their guns. Right. Yeah. Ooh, L.L. Bean. Yeah. Back off L.L. Bean, Blair. Uh, oh, well, I just I just thought that was very highbrow of them. You big L.L. Yeah. Bean fan, Jack? Okay, L.L. Bean. Look at my mixed, outfit. I'm full. I'm head to toe like... L.L. Bean right now, you guys. <laughs> L.L. Bean, Jay. A little bit of L.L. Bean and then also Bass Pro Shops like mixed together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they'll yeah. move into that one Bass Pro Shop that's like shaped like a pyramid. 
Yeah. Bass Pro Shop is like I, I think a lot of uh, the libs in their lib bubble might not realize that Bass Pro Shop has turned into like a Disney World attraction, yeah. like theme park. Like you can go fishing inside of a Bass Pro Shop, basically. Um, I've never wild. been inside one, but the the outside of it, like I got to be honest, there's something enticing about it. Like I don't know if it's because I want to find like a lumberjack or some shit, but yeah, You'll find one. Yeah. You know what I just heard that was really interesting that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today? Mm-hmm. I heard that the whole grunge movement is the result of basically like all the lumber jobs moving out of America in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and all those like artists' dads basically got laid off. And so mm-hmm. the whole grunge movement is just the kids of laid off lumberjacks like being very angsty and like having like really uh, economic like difficulties like kind of infuse the the soul of their music and then like aesthetically that's why they had all those leftover uh, flannels flannels is because their dads (laughs) just like were out of work without (laughs) flannels Uh, well Jack with the rock history cool yeah yeah Rock I and just, roll. I like that it all just boy like, and that's why there's so much right. flannel. Yeah, like, isn't that whoa. interesting though? I that's not. Uh, I have not fact checked that. That was just a uh, idea. It tracks that, in my mind. Yeah, it tracks. Even um, though I know nothing of the logging industry and the migration of jobs, but I I like that. I like the logic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now I know how like all the flannel got to be in my closet. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> that's where it came from. All those unemployed lumberjacks. <laughs> I'm curious what everybody I've been eating the shit out of some Halloween candy I've been uh, eating just endless bowls of cereal just uh, feeding my uh, my anxiety with just garbage food like what vices have you been partaking in over the past couple days or have you been are you stronger than me Uh, I have I'm not joking I got this Halloween candy. Right <laughs> oh my next God, to me. Miles! Um, it's like a so, barrel, a tub, a keg. You know, I got you know I got some loose Butterfinger wrappers that I some eat. Some Lucy's. Yes, yeah, <laughs> got a couple Lucy Butterfingers I'm hitting throughout the day. Uh, I actually, what's funny is like I've been so stressed. I haven't. I've been. I haven't been eating as much. Yeah. Um, I've kind of like, been the same way, which is, you know, if you know me, people would be worried. Um, yeah, you're pasta gang. <laughs> yeah, I um, <laughs> I did ball out with like a massive vat of pad thai on Tuesday. I was me like, too. I need this. And like, uh, yeah, I, I lit up a J and then all of a sudden it was gone in like one second and I couldn't <laughs> eat for like 48 hours. Damn. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I. I I've been it. I, it's starting to dissipate now, but I don't know. Like I think for anybody who's been like listening for this entire week, like it's it feels like a just fight or flight on mic constantly. Yeah. Uh, but now I don't know. I'm just, I'm like I think my body is getting to the point where it's like I don't know. I, you need to fucking sleep a whole day and like eat yeah a, eat some eat salad like nine pizzas. Yeah, yeah. Like you need a carbo load to make up for it. Uh. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh man, I can't wait. Till my wife is getting uh, Barry Vice uh, is getting back into town this weekend. I'm so looking. And you're gonna eat to... pizza with her. I'm gonna no, eat, eat pizza, but I'm also gonna be able to 
sleep and not you know my kids wake up at like six in the morning every morning and they're yeah. just like hey ex- let's and go experience time to love party connection yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, safety uh, i'm gonna experience getting <laughs> to sleep in yeah because um, jack's eyes right now are lower than a 64 impala <laughs> uh, <laughs> tired, yeah, my man. yeah that's true <laughs> i'm so tired but this other thing so you know we we're talking about what we've been eating because grubhub you know, thank God we can move on to some slightly lighter fare for the moment uh, in the interim of taking breaths between whatever the next phase is. But they're saying like, hey, you know, we got some we got some data from Election Day, seeing what kind of orders Grubhub was getting uh, the last couple of days. And by far, and it makes sense, the winner is pizza. Number one with a bullet. Uh, yes, it says five of its top eight most popular items were pizzas and then the other one was pizza adjacent appetizer garlic knots or garlic bread or some kind of garlic thing with marinara sauce oh i thought you were gonna go wings but close enough yeah. Did, wait does this podcast come out today it does yeah, right? yeah it's gonna yeah. come out oh, later shit. Today. okay yeah i was gonna tell say where i was going on a date tonight uh in regards to this i can't tell because what if then someone people are comes gonna show and- up yeah, and they want to come on my date so with me. Dang. Why is there only one of this restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not <laughs> Olive Garden then. Okay. That would be dope. Just as an experiment, just to see if anyone was dedicated enough. And actually, and then they're like mad polite, but they'll just take like <laughs> like low key photos of you from across the restaurant. Honestly, uh, I love Zyking so much. I had no idea the power of this community since I, until I went on the road last year, and there was like I met so many. Oh, well, but here. but don't I mean? But now you've become your own thing. You know, I see the write ups. They, oh, they come keep, on. they're clocking you. You know what I mean? Oh, come and, on. and we can just say like, I hope she remembers us. <laughs> yeah, remembers right. Us. Mm-hmm. My fucking dudes from day one. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that was the top uh, rated uh, item was alcoholic in nature, and that was yeah. margaritas. So I people saw were. That. I just saw that on my timeline. Like people Who just talking orders about margaritas from Grubhub. I don't know. <laughs> what? That's uh, the weirdest shit I've ever heard. I think it betray it. Sh- it, in- it indicates exactly who that is, which is yeah. like a like a very wealthy maybe Biden supporter who's like, I don't know, fire up the gig economy app and have someone bring us alcohol as we get through this, as we vote against their interests in Prop 22. Like, I could just see this really fucked up picture. Just like uh, a contained eight ounces. I know I shouldn't, but I will. I'll just... Yeah. Right. No, I won't. Ha- I don't keep the bottles in my home because I don't know what would happen, but I'll just get an eight-ouncer. Yeah. Right. But I get, you know... I- uh, margaritas, like I, I get why you, but doesn't it feels like such a dated uh, uh, cocktail? I guess second place they said were old fashions being delivered. Old fashioned, what the margaritas? Fuck? I feel like do these people live only... in a steakhouse? I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> in a, a wet margarita salad. is like once you pop it, it's like um, yeah, I don't care what uh, like I. Uh, all bets are off. Is what I feel like. Are you? Margaritas. Do you drink margaritas when you're out ever, Blair? No, I don't. I mean, I will if someone like orders them for the table or something. Like but, a yeah, pitcher, and you had a Mexican restaurant. They're like, "Yo, we get a pitcher." Yeah, I don't. I think they're. T- I don't like sweet, sweet um, drinks. So oh. they always taste like syrupy to me. You know. Yeah. So what, you syrupy. Drink, like, Fernet Branca. Like- <laughs> 
I love that you think I'm fucking classy as hell, dude. Um, no. You're like, nah, Papa Vodka. Straight out the fucking plastic pint. Um, yeah, I actually roll around town with my own handle of Goldschlager. Um, no, I just usually drink wine like a classy, refined bitch or oh, like vodka. Yeah. I keep it clean. Nice. Oh, keep it clean? Yeah, just, okay. you know, clear fuels. Clear yeah, fuel. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just drink it straight? That's like. No, There's, no, a vodka oh. soda. Just straight okay. from the bottle. Just yeah. straight out. <laughs> straight from, from the, the bucket. Plastic no, that'd bottle. be terrible for my skin. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> is vodka bad for your skin? No, just drinking in general. Yeah, drinking you know? is bad for you. Yeah, yeah, it weathers you. It weathers Oof. you. I have, um, there's some people I'm worried about, like not that I'm worried, like because they they they're like have substance abuse problem, like but people who I know like like drink throughout the like quarantine, like that's their thing. Like I'm a weed smoker, I'm not really a drinker. Yeah. Like when you haven't seen somebody for like eight months and you're like, oh shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. All right, that's gonna do it for this week's weekly zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, means the world to Miles. He he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.